Terrific. Perfect. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. I'm here, and I'm ready to play the game. Be rich. To be rich. I am so ready to be rich. Like, I was born to be rich. Just kidding. No one should be rich. No, rich people shouldn't exist. And we're not rich. No one should be born is Bess's stance, apparently. I agree with that. (laughs) And did anyone ask for it? No, No. not once. Let that go on record that May is excited to be alive. (laughs) No, I'm not. I didn't ask to be alive. I'm I'm reading this book right now uh, by Thomas Ligotti called The Conspiracy Against the Human Race. And that is the core premise of the book is that no one should be alive. Nobody asked for this. It's all terrible. We don't deserve it. Bess and I talk about that all the time. Well, not that we don't deserve it, that we didn't ask to be We don't necessarily want it. We got to participate in the shit. I've always said that uh, the f- like people who say like, "Oh, you gotta work to live in this country." Blah, 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 blah. I've always said that that's like if someone kidnapped you and put you in a hotel room and you woke up and you were like, "What? What? Where am I? Huh? What's going on?" And then no one talked to you for a full month, and then at the end of the month, you got a bill for all the food you ate while you were in the hotel room, and you were like, "But what? I didn't want to even be in this room." But I was. And, and now I have to pay for this fucking food. Well, what did you eat? Just did you get the shit from the mini bar? <laughs> hey, you got lobster thermidor? No, 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 no. Just the shit from rude. the mini bar. No, yeah. you interacted with, with no one. Plate. No, nothing else entered the room. You just ate what food was in the room when you got there. But they wanted to get what they wanted to get. Why would they settle for PB and J and cheese slices when they could have had lobster thermidor? Yeah, why did you just eat out of the mini bar? Why didn't you order room service? Because I was trapped there. Uh-huh. So you had. There wasn't order. a hotel stay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it this isn't a thing hotel? that happened to me. You guys know that. Do we need to talk right? about it? We, yeah, we have questions. No one worked at the hotel? I think I made it a hotel because of Old Boy, too? because he's in like a hotel room when they kidnap him. But it's not a functioning a hotel. Room. I wouldn't describe his experience as a hotel experience. It seems like a hotel oh, room, hotel. I guess. Maybe a day's in. The real message of Old Boy is don't stay at a day's in. I did not want to do a lot of heavy editing on this recording, and I already have stuff that I absolutely have to cut. Yeah. Wow. That's your fault. Is it my fault? It's my fault. Don't... It's explicitly my fault. Hey, don't raise your voice. Don't raise. Do not. Hey, do not raise your voice. Do not talk about my children. <laughs> <laughs> do not talk about Harry Hamlin. Don't talk about my husband. <laughs> Who can't talk about Harry Hamlin? I mean, come on. Clash of the Titans, man. Mad Men. Clash of the Titans, Mad Men, Harry Hamlin. The only Titans I want clashed are... My... Mm, Your Titans? No, go ahead. Finish that thought. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hello, everyone. We are here. This is a special treat for your ears. Uh, This is not... You might be wondering, how come this has a different name than the regular episodes and sounds different? That's because this is a very special, this is a very special bonus episode, uh, wherein we are going to play a tabletop role-playing game that no one on earth has ever played before. Unless it's really bad and we won't release this, but... How, how can we play a game that no one's ever played before, Phil? By traveling to the future and stealing it mm. from the White House. We're going to steal a tabletop role-playing game. <laughs> uh... James, that's a terrific question. I'm so glad you asked it. It's because I freaking wrote it. <gasps> I didn't really write it. I I did. Well, it says I'm looking at it. It says written by Philip Stressman. But it the so this is a hack of lasers and feelings, which is a wildly popular one sheet tabletop role playing game. It's been hacked 
up and down all over the place of uh, uh, oh dang Bigfoot stole my car with my best friend's birthday present inside um, other ones I can't think of right now but it, it's a, a very simple very fun like one sesh role playing game this hack of lasers and feelings is called elegance and excess now that's um, scary noises that I just made Yep, you just did the Twilight Zone. Yeah, you did the Twilight Zone a little bit. Well, we'll do that next time. You're entering a world. I wanted it to sound like if sparkles had a noise. (laughs) You're entering a world where the smallest possible conflicts blow up beyond your wildest expectations. I'll write that one. (laughs) Um, You you will write that episode of the Twilight Zone? Mm Mm-mm, this game, I'll do that. You'll... Wait, a Twilight like, Zone right. tabletop RPG? That's the, that's the thought I have. Hell yeah, do it, please. That sounds really fun. You just play the whole game straight, and then we all have to think of a twist at the end. That's it. Um, or a morality tale for whatever we made. The twist of this one is that it's based on The Real Housewives. It's a Real Housewives tabletop role-playing game. I made this game because I think I said I would on our chill sesh episode. Um, and so then I did. And also because, uh, all of us, particularly Bess and May, but all of us watch hours and hours and hours of the Real Housewives programs. We all like it. We all love it. Well, that's, that's a Mm. great, that's a great place to start. That's a fact. Thank you so much, James, for teeing that up for me. Let's go around the room real quick and, uh, introduce ourselves and maybe speak for a moment on our relationship with... The Housewives of Reality and their good television show. Do you want to start person to my left? Me. <laughs> May. Um, yeah, so... Full, but fully on introduce yourself. Like my, this is a real podcast. Me. May. My, me. May. Ten out of ten. My name is May Stressman. I play Angela in Chillhaven High. And my relationship with Housewives is during quarantine when we started recording this, um, you know, we weren't seeing anybody really. And um, when we were recording this, Bess would be like, yeah, I'm just like watching Housewives and <laughs> over and over and over and over and over. And I was like, you know, I've never really got into that. I'm not really into reality TV. And then, um, I don't know, you're stuck in your fucking home forever. And so you're like, hmm, let me watch Housewives. And... Bill and we've that. all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. House life, housewives. Exactly. So. Would it be house lives, housewives? Uh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for correcting my joke after I said it. You're welcome. It's terrific. It's Love to dissect a frog, you know. <laughs> so Phil and I watch New York Housewives, and then it's bold. That's a bold statement to say that Phil, was, Phil and I watched it. Phil was there. We lived in a one bedroom <laughs> home, so like there wasn't many places to go. And we have one TV, so watch a lot of New York Housewives. And then since moving in with uh, James and Bess, I started to watch uh, Beverly Hills. And so Bess already seen it, but um, she's a very great friend and will watch rewatch episodes with me. And we watch. We started recently watching Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so so y'all started uh, Potomac, but yeah. it doesn't seem like you've continued it, or or is there just not any of it? Uh, I like Atlanta better than Potomac right now, but Same. I've seen random episodes of Potomac that were good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there but are I mean, people on Potomac I like. Yeah. And lot. I mean, I feel like that's every starting of any, well, some shows or like reality TV shows. It's just like 
the first episode is not always going to be the best. Like it takes a while to like get into like they need to find their groove. You need to like like the characters or not even like them. Just enjoy watching them. Yeah, Yeah. enjoy watching them. Frankly, this podcast first episode. So so. Yeah, well, that's what my sister Cree texted me the other day and she was getting caught up and she was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, first episode, a couple episodes were like, eh, but after episode three that's when it started getting good i was like thanks for being honest with me but um she really likes it now and uh more in the loss of grud fred record recently so rip rip but, justice for grud she even texts when she thought heck was dead and was like ah heck <laughs> but it can't be yeah we'll do everything to keep heck alive i think that bess and i at least can i'll put my soul inside his robot body yeah i know bess and i will do everything to keep him alive zeke Wild card. Uh, so, Megan, you mentioned someone named Bess, which I think is a terrific segue to pivot to the person to your left. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hi. My name is Bess Lawson. I am also Penny White. Um, it is my fault that everyone in this room has watched any Housewives. <laughs> True. Um, and I own up to that. I don't regret it. Um, so, I think I started watching the Housewives because my... One of my old roommates, Grace, watched The Housewives and was binging it. So I started watching it and then I started it over because I was missing out on some details. Mm. I hate that. And then, yeah, I got May into it, which subconsciously got Phil into it. And James was there when I was watching it and mostly screamed at the TV. But I think he took some of it in. Um, But yeah, kind of like the first uh, seasons of every... Uh, I don't know what you call each city, yeah. each spin-off. Yeah. Each city. Each, it's a series. Yeah, yeah. Each, each city. Um, It's hard to get into because they're... They're terrible. Yeah, and, and at first you're like, how could I possibly watch these women function because they're horrible to each other, their lives are completely unrelatable. And arguably you don't watch them function. <laughs> Thank you, James. But the more you watch them... And if you watch long enough, your brain decides that you need to keep watching it and you have to find someone you relate to or absolutely hate. And from then on, you've invested yourself in it. A lot of people would call that Stockholm Syndrome. Yep. Well, then I am Stockholm Syndrome to the housewives. There we go. Terrific. And uh, to your left. Hello, it's me, James. I play Zeke on Chillhaven High. Uh... You know, I hadn't thought the phrase Stockholm Syndrome before, but I think that's a pretty apt description of my relationship with the Housewives because Bess watched about three seasons of Real Housewives of New York. Mm-mm, I started Beverly Hills first. Well, I didn't pay attention to that. Wow. <laughs> when you started watching started New York, I, you watched about three seasons of it with me sitting in bed next to you, and I didn't watch it. And then around season four, because you had been watching it for so long, I started asking questions like, who's that lady? <laughs> And who's that lady? Four seasons in, you started asking <laughs> questions. Yeah. Well, because before that, I was just not watching. Right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And, and then before I knew it, those questions became like, wait, why is Jill mad at Bethany now? Wait, wait, Carol and Bethany are After fighting? After watching it, Wait, hold on. Sure. Luann is doing what now? And then, yeah, before I knew it. Musical uh, genius Luann. <laughs> yeah. That's what Musical she's Musical icon, the Countess Luann. Um, yeah, and... Uh, uh, I don't know that I like it. Hmm. 
it often like legitimately like simulates an anxiety attack for me. I, the reunions are <laughs> the reunions are rough. That's fair. The, that's yeah. worse. I mean, but you like the reunions. But they like have reunions. some of the we'll best moments. I mean, I literally watch the reunions like just like clutching my hair in my hands most of the time. Same. Just like, oh my god. I just put it's it on so and do something stressful else. to me. I watch uh, it very closely. Mm-mm. But I do watch a lot of it, and I have opinions about it. That's all we ask of you. Yeah. What's your relationships with Oh, love? yeah. So to James's left is uh, someone who is me. Who you know and love as your, uh, your, your game master, uh-huh. your decision maker, the person who ruins our lives. Tried to kill us. Tries to kill Heck. Tries to kill my girlfriend. Let James do dumb things. Your girlfriend's been dead since like episode two. Nope. <laughs> Rubbing it in. Terrific introduction from my wife, whom I love. Thank you so much. It's me, <laughs> Philip Stressman, the keeper, game master of Dangerous Times of Um And I'll say it, the voice of Florence Beauregard, who is explicitly based directly on housewife Jill Zarin from New York. Uh, not so much in her characterization, but her wife, her wife? Her, her wife. wife. <laughs> her wife. Her voice is 100% Jill Zarin with sometimes a little bit of Bernie Sanders. Um, yeah, Stockholm Syndrome is... I don't know if that even applies to me about Housewives because like, if May told me tomorrow, hey, I've decided to never watch The Real Housewives again, the feeling that that would put inside my body is one of joy <laughs> and happiness because the show drives me fucking crazy. Um, you ask questions though too, like how James said that like they started asking questions because like, you can't watch a story for that long and not want to know what's going on in it. You right. have to live with me. Like it's the like I same, finish same ba- ask Bess. I finish bad movies all the time. I'll be like half hour into a movie, I'll be like, this movie sucks shit, and Bess will be like, why don't you turn it off? And I'll be like, I can't. I have to finish it. I have to know where it goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I'm a human being. I, I love Bethany Frankel. Um. I uh, I also I also will go on record as saying I love Bethany Frank. I love Bethany. Bethany, Frankel. I've drank your wine before. If you're out there, margaritas. Bethany, sponsor our podcast. Bethany, if you're a patron, uh, you we can also do really killer commercials for your skinny girl margarita mix. We're not gonna do that, but Bethany, if you want to hop in at the varsity level, just fifty dollars a month, which for you is peanuts because you're a goddamn hundred millionaire. Um, you know, we'll take your money. We would love it. And we love you. At that level, we'll write you into the show, hmm. and you'll probably get killed by a horrible monster. Yep. Uh, no, I do not like the. I don't like the show. <laughs> I don't like most of the people on the show. I don't like rich people as a rule. Um, Jill Zarin is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like rich people, but that Jill. That's all I have to say. Should we all say who our um, uh, guilty pleasure, like not not like a Bethany, like obviously everyone loves Bethany because she's great. Well, she's like somewhat grounded in she says comparison. What we're all thinking. Yeah, 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 she yeah, says, yeah. She tells it like it is, you and know? she says it in a very like straight voice, so you just believe it's true. But like, I feel like we should all say a guilty pleasure person who we will stand behind for the sake of this episode. Take it away. Can you define? Wait, no, I came up with the Can idea. you define stand behind for me? I'll do it. I already it. said Jill Zarin, so okay, I'll I'm go. locked in on Jill Zarin. Sonia, because Sonia Morgan. Yeah, because she is. So, Sonia, because she's obviously shitty because she supports Trump, which we don't find that out until the election happens on the show, but 
she is just so loosey goosey and like really fun that you forget that she's an awful Republican. And so that's a guilty pleasure to me because I think that she's like, I would love to party with Sonia. She's like, not very judgmental. She knows Aquaria. Yeah, uh, she knows Aquaria, Aquaria Winterhouse because she has like these gay parties on Wednesday, which also like, but she's a Republican and supports Trump. Um, so yeah, I like her because she's always really fun. And uh, we just rewatched some New York episodes before this, and uh, I miss Sonia. Yeah, I miss her. Let's keep going clockwise. Uh, best. Dorinda. Uh, love me Dorinda. some Dorinda. Yeah, you do Makes love poor Dorinda. choices, but don't we all? I also really, really like Dorinda. I just, she makes mistakes and I just, but I just believe everything she says. So even if I know that it's false, I just can't help but uh, trust her to think that it is true. It's like Charlie Brown kicking the football. Like you don't want her to make mistakes, but like, gosh I darn know. it. Oh man, Dorinda, come on. You're going to get it someday. But I think she'd give like a good hug and... Have mm-hmm. good alcohol on hand. Uh-huh. And she hates Trump so yeah, much. So hates, like, him, hates him a lot. Yes. Dates yeah. a guy who's a lot like him, but hates, the, hates I, him a lot. Are they, I don't think they're together no, anymore. No, they're not. But she did date him. Okay, but, well, we've all made mistakes. Don't look back at my history. But she also like didn't want to move with him, with him and everything. No. Kept him at arm's length. She was like, pay for my dinner, yeah, and then go the yeah. fuck away. Yeah, and her ex was something to do with Democratic Party or something. Was that her ex? Was her ex? A dead husband. Her ex-husband. Ex-husband. Wait, dead they got husband. divorced and then he died? No. Late husband. So late wait, husband. if your spouse dies, do they Address. become your ex? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Phil, you haven't you seen up. the Monty Python you sketch? The this position. is an ex-parrot? It's sad. Oh, yeah, that's a good true. point. James, who's yours? Oh, I got to go with Ramona Singer. Interesting. I find Ramona, see, and this is why I wanted to, to the phrase standby defined because I don't stand by they're all terrible people I feel like we were pretty clear about that but I find Ramona captivating in the it's way the of like sure. eye contact <laughs> you, yeah you know that moment in Jurassic Park when Muldoon is says clever girl and he's about to get eaten by the raptor but like there's that look in his eyes of like you are terrifying but I, I am I am captivated and impressed that's about how I feel towards Ramona Singer she scares me she looks like a creepy porcelain doll that someone accidentally put shark eyes into. Um, and she's a bad, bad person, but I love to watch her on screen. I find her absolutely captivating. Every I feel like I hang off every word she says because I never have any fucking idea what the next word is going to be. So is New York the best easily um i mean i would have said lisa renna but that's not really a guilty pleasure that's honestly just someone who i would want to have drinks with for like a single night and then like probably never see them again but like and then run away with harry hanlon no run away with lisa renna no i would run away with harry hanlon oh you at hamlin 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 harry hamilton ham sandwich um harry manuel miranda i You would run away with him. I think there's two people on these shows. So we've only, between all of us, we've only seen lots of Beverly Hills, lots of New York. A little uh, bit of Atlanta. Atlanta, and then uh, just a, a skosh, an amuse-bouche of Potomac. I've seen, we've seen a little bit of Jersey. Oh, I've seen oh, Jersey. Oh, you watched a lot of Jersey. I, huh? I only got through like the first season, I think, and I didn't finish after that. I watched the first two seasons of Jersey. And we started Orange County, but mm-hmm. it was real hard to get through because Orange County was the first one, and the early seasons are the like, seasons oh, weren't the really same. Really rough. And that's the to thing too about some of them is like the the quality is so bad. But if you're a RuPaul fan, then you know 
and they give the they husbands figure their too shit out as it time. goes on. Yeah, also yeah, too That's much husbands. I uh, I did a thread on Twitter uh, like a long, long time Congratulations. ago, comparing um, all the housewives to Pokemon. And the tweet that I left off was I because I thought of it hours later, and it was too late to add it to the thread. Was all of the men, and then just a picture of Trubbish. Yeah, they're trash. They're all bad. But like, I love Trubbish. Like, I hate all of the women on that show until one of their husbands enters the room. And I'm like, girl, you are too good for this motherfucker. Get the fuck away from him. He's terrible. But, You Bobby, are a goddess. Why are you with this terrible man? He fucking eats salad and scrambled eggs together. Who is this person? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Bobby. R. Rest R. in peace. Yeah. yeah. Rest in power. Uh. Bobby Zarin. Bobby Zarin. And yeah. then uh, Mauricio, which is Kyle. He's real cute. Yeah. He, they make it seem like he's made some mistakes, but they have not shown me that. If you haven't seen he's it. He's in but... real estate, though. Yeah, it's cringy. They're all shitty people okay, in so the world that they're in. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's a but scale. Like, from Atlanta, I, we haven't watched that much of it, but like the rest of the world, Nene Leaks is captivating. Oh my gosh. Lo- so charismatic. Yeah. Very lovable. Kim I, is, well, where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Kim is entertaining. Kim is mm-hmm. entertaining for sure. Because you know the country she's... music star Kim. Oh, no. The next Taylor Swift. Yeah, not that. No Taylor. different yeah. Kim. And Cherie is dramatic as uh, Cherie is funny. Yeah. Can... Candy. Candy Burris. Mm-hmm. She can actually so sing. So cute. Yeah. yeah, so cute. Very talented. So we're excited. Yeah, so we, we'll get back to you on Atlanta. more of Atlanta. Yeah. But I think it's, it's definitely a good one. And I feel like seen like random episodes of that but they talk more about like important topics for sure yes more it's more grounded i feel like atlanta feels like the most real they're still very rich yes but they actually have real conversations and it's not all just like well this is just where we're at right now but uh why don't we take a quick break and get some more white wine um not ramona pinot gris because we couldn't find it um and we can dig into the actual meat of this game and start making up our characters. I love meat. Let's, Let's do go. it. <gasps> we forgot about Jiggy. <gasps> Jiggy, your favorite animal. There's a so there's an element to this game directly inspired by Jiggy that we'll get to. <gasps> Where's the white wine? Come listen to Dice or Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fake about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. Let's jump into the meat of elegance and excess. A hack of lasers and feeling by John Harper, my post-open. Um, elegance and excess. You, you three, 
You are the stars of a reality television show about affluent housewives. You must juggle your desire for airtime, fame, and high-class debauchery with your family and business obligations, all while forming allegiances with and staying in the good graces of the other superficial narcissists that compose your, quote, circle of friends. That's the game. Um, so we'll get into the details of the rules in a second. First, let's make our freaking characters. Um, so, uh, based on lasers and feelings, there's, your character is drawn from two words. Uh, you're going to choose a style and a role. The styles you have available to you are aloof, genteel, hedonistic, messy, oblivious, shit stirring, or striving. The roles you have to choose from are ex model, girl boss, kook, mama bear, mob wife, socialite, or trophy wife. Um, so, for instance, in my opinion, a uh, a Sonia Morgan would be a messy kook. Uh, a Bethany Frankel would be uh, maybe an aloof girl boss. Hundred percent. Um, a, a Tinsley would be an oblivious socialite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. Dorinda would be a shit-stirring mama bear. Yeah, yes, hundred percent. So that's why I love her. She's my mom. Um, I'd like to not repeat any of these. Um, so okay. So each pick a unique combination. You've, uh, you've all got them in front of you. Megan, would you like to start? This is what I would prefer to be, but very flexible. Shits during girl boss is what I would like to be, but if there's, I don't have a conflict with that. that don't interfere with my plans. Perfect. Okay. You're hired. You got the role. Um, I have written down striving trophy wife. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good one. That is a good one. Does that work for you? I believe so. You believe so? Well, if you believe, if you're not sure, then I get it. I would like to be a hedonistic. Oh, Mob wife. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I was hoping you'd be like a bubbly, like something. No, this is good. This, this is funny, though. This is good. This is good. Okay, so we've got Megan, shit stirring girl boss. Bess is. Sorry, what was yours one more again? Striving trophy wife. Striving trophy wife. And James is. Hedonistic mob wife. Uh huh. That's really intense. I'm scared. With to mix with us. You're gonna flip a table and throw a leg at us. Okay. Aviva. So next up, we're gonna choose a number between two and five. Uh, well, no. Let's let's do let's name our characters first. Um. I already know my name. Okay. What what's your character's name? My character's name is Guinevere Domperion. Guinevere. Don Perion. That's a terrific fucking name. Guinevere Don Perion, the shit-stirring girl boss. Mm-hmm. Bess? My name is Priscilla Davino, but you can call me Prissy. Oh. Prissy Davino. And James? To Danica McMario. <laughs> <laughs> you just put letters together. <laughs> I'm never going to remember that. No, I can't forget. <laughs> Danica. So that's your nickname, Danica? Or Ta. Tad? 
no, I think you Tadanica. say the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tadanica McMario. I need you yes. to have a name tag. That's a real mouthful. I'm so upset. Tadanica. I used to have a friend named Danica. Andy so Cohen would never yeah. hire you. Is, wait, is she Italian or is she <laughs> Scottish? That's the question. <laughs> We're gonna address it. That would be terrific. The conflict is like Dorit's accent. Where to come from? Where? Where? What's happening with that? No one knows. Okay, so. Uh, we got Pristy, we got Tadanica. Da- <laughs> oh, yeah, just wait till you hear my tagline and then you'll never forget my name again. Uh, wow, that's threatening. <laughs> okay, so um, we're, we're going to get into the mechanics of the game a little bit here. Um, this is a 1d6 game. You're going to roll for either elegance or excess. Okay, so if you're rolling for elegance, that's something like manners, poise. Class, schmoozing, bon mot, savvy, very least or Vanderpump, mm. right? Very early seasons, Luen de la Seps. Oh, she was so classy. If you're rolling for excess, you're rolling for partying, fighting, backstabbing, tactlessness, gossiping. I'm thinking Ramona Singer. I'm thinking late seasons, Luen de la Seps. <laughs> Luen, you are perfect is what that means. Uh, does that make sense? Yes. So, um, how that works is uh, you're gonna uh, anytime. So how how roles are gonna work in this game, and we'll see how this works. The, the mechanic that I've written into this game is, if you want to roll for something, you're gonna cut to a confessional, and in that confessional, you'll make some kind of statement about your intentions or reality. And then I will call for a roll of either elegance or excess, depending on what you're doing. Um, and that roll will determine how, like, how well your statements jive with reality. Does that make sense? So basic, So I do a confessional and I'm like, um, I just want this party to go really well for my friend. Um, Prissy. For, I just want this party to go really well for my friend Prissy because I care about her so much. And if I get a bad roll, it cuts to like me wasted at the party, smashing a table. Uh, yeah. If you're already at the party, I yeah. I would say so. I'm thinking like if so D and D right. If it's like a, you're doing a history check, uh, how this would work is you cut to a confessional and you're like, um, what she doesn't know about me is. I majored in history and I know a thing or two about what I'm talking about. And then you roll like shit and you don't know anything and you're full of shit. Got it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how this works is each of you are going to pick a number between two and five. Okay. The uh, high number means more elegance. A low number means more excess. So if you're, for instance, a hedonistic mob wife, you probably want to go with a two. Yeah, that's a two, baby. Right. Um. I'm a shit-stirring girl boss. And so then um, if I ask, so so James, just for instance, if uh, Tadanica McMario, if you pick two for her number, mm-hmm. anytime you're doing something excessive, I'm going to ask you to roll, and your goal is to roll over your number. Anytime you're doing something that requires elegance, I'm going to ask you to roll below your number. Gotcha. So the higher your number, the better you are at elegance. The lower your number, the better you are at excess. Does that make sense to everybody? Yes. Yeah. So like if I wanted to be more elegant, then... Pick a five. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So two, three, four, and five are your options. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. 
So everyone go ahead and pick a number. Megan? Four. A little bit more elegant. I would say, like, she probably wants, Guinevere wants to pretend she's got her shit in order. So mm-hmm. I feel like most of the time she tries to act poised until. Okay. But it could get ugly. Bess? Um, I think I would like a three. Three. So a little I bit, think... a little bit closer to excess. Yeah. I'm thinking like comes from humble beginnings. So it tries really hard to fit in, but underneath hardcore. Yeah. Uh, I wrote your name down and I can't read my own handwriting. Again, it's Prissy. Davino. Prissy Davino. Okay. Very good. And are we going with two for... Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Danica? To Danica. Um, okay. Classy? No. It's the, the it's the opposite end of the spectrum. Oh. Excess. Excess. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we are going to pick a character agenda. So um, this game's a little different. Uh, and again, we're basically playtesting. We're going to see how this works out. This game's a little different than most other tabletop RPGs because y'all are not like necessarily cooperating with each other. We're like uh-huh. working towards a common goal. So each of you is going to have your own agenda that you are working towards. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can choose one of these that I have written here, or you can pick your own. The ones we have written on the sheet are launch your new brand, promote your album or book, get your groove back, turn over a new leaf. Or climb the social ladder. So, um, oh shit. Guinevere Dom Perignon. So, Guinevere actually owns a company, um, and it's a dog shampoo line. I love that. It's called Pretty Pretty Poochie. (laughs) (laughs) So, she's been working on that and now is ready to launch it. Mm hmm. And so that's where, like, she's been working on the clock, and, like, she loves animals. She has lots of dogs, but she's ready to launch her beautiful, beautiful, fragrant shampoo. Pretty, pretty poochie. Pretty, pretty poochie. Okay, so you're going with launch your new brand. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, Prissy Davino. I'm assuming climb the social ladder because you said you were a striver. So I'm thinking, like, kind of a la Erica Girardi. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yeah, comes from like somewhat humble beginnings, really wants to fit in, ha- doesn't have to worry about anything because trophy wife. So like she has all this freedom to do what she wants. Mm-hmm. So I'm also going to promote my album. Oh, okay. That I do because I have, I work really hard, but I have a lot of free time. Figure it out. You better give us a sample of your music. You know, I'm going to save that for a second. Okay. But yeah. I'll okay. come up with an album title. We need to build to that. Bitch slap. Ooh. Ooh. That's good. McMario? Uh, yeah. McMario or McMario? McMario. 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 Uh, it's a meme to Danica McMario. Can I do the accent? Um, <laughs> yeah, I might as well start doing it now. I feel like we should all... It sounded like you said, it's a meme. It's a meme. It's a meme. It's a meme. Uh, I think Tadanica is going to go with uh, get her groove back. Ooh, okay. I think she has recently divorced her mob husband, Luigi McMario. He threw off your groove? Uh, 
Yeah, uh, well, no, I mean, getting divorced from him threw off my group. I, I ain't been single in a while, you yeah. know? And I think she got a whole lot of money. Got to jump back on that Goomba. Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> on that Yoshi. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I guess also the Goomba, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Mario jumps on all sorts of stuff. He jumps on and at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. He's like some sort of jump man, am I right? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> But yeah, Tadanica recently divorced her husband, uh, 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 Giovanni McMario. That's what we're going to Oh, we're not going with oh, Luigi. Not Luigi. Yeah, no, Giovanni McMario. Okay. Um, and I think she got a lot of money in the divorce. And I think she's just looking to, you know, hit the scene again, have a little fun, meet some interesting people. Sort of, is it sort of like after Ramona Singer divorced her husband, Mario? Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, forgot. No. That that's what his name was? Yeah, it's Mario. Mario. But, I'm, but I'm very proud. <laughs> okay, uh, terrific. So next up is um, each of you is going to have a companion for your character. Um, once again, I, I have some listed here. You're free to choose uh, something different if you have something that feels closer to, to your character. These are sort of going to be, for me, the, uh, the, the Game Master who, in this game, the Game Master is the producer. Uh, as the producer, the the companions are going to be sort of a essentially a means for me to cause chaos and scenes. So your options are unpaid intern, problematic parent, dog in clothes. That's Gigi. Jiggy. Jiggy. That's Jiggy. <laughs> That's Gigi. Gigi. That's Jiggy. Uh, neglected toddler, beautiful young quote family friend. Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> Or overbearing spouse. Uh, I would like overbearing spouse because how I kind of picture Guinevere is that she has a spouse. She has two kids. Her husband stays at home to take care of the kids and she like hates her family. Like she just wants to like not be with them. Um, but also I could do dog and clothes. Well, so in that scenario, in what way is your spouse overbearing? Because he's going he to need to be. to spend time and like. Well, no. Be so a part that your companions life. are going to be with you in every scene. Okay, then I feel like it would so make. So overbearing spouse is like an Alec. Oh no no no. Simon. Simon. Yeah. No, I don't want that. So I feel like a dog would be good for me since I have a dog line of shampoo. Dog and clothes. Yeah. What's your dog's name? Daisy Doo. Mm. Daisy Doo. Sweet baby. What kind of dog is it? A hairless chihuahua. Oh my goodness. And toothless, also, am I assuming She's that? really old. She's like, she's my dog that I had. She's like 30. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. It's unknown, but Daisy do. And she just sits in my little bag and she just. She little... she have all her teeth? Or little, no, just no, a little. No. Just Zero a little. Teeth. Blem. Just a little. Just a little. Blem Put for some you. water in her food so she can chew it. Yeah. She's like precious four baby. Prissy Davina. I'm going to go with um, beautiful young family friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, my husband isn't going to leave me. Why would he? Um, so this is my friend, Danny Crystal. I pay <laughs> I pay uh, for her to live with me, and she's also my backup dancer now. Danny Crystal? Mm-hmm. D-A-N-I. Ooh. Uh-huh. Danny Crystal. Mm-hmm. Can you just real quick uh, step away from the microphone and um, show, bust out a few of Danny Crystal's signature moves? Can we just pretend like I did it? That was the joke I was setting up. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. So good. Oh, oh my God. God. I wish everybody that was here. so good. Yeah, everybody here wishes that they could see best do. Can we get a sound effect for like a death drop or something? 
Shablam. How would Thank I you. do that? That's it. <laughs> oh, they got okay. it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. Um, so whenever I saw Alyssa Edwards and Laganja in person, they had a um, tank tongue popping contest, and Jarrett One. went up and did it. No, he got so nervous and he Aww. fucking flailed like in the second round, and it was like. It just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. The first time it was there, the second time it wasn't. Um, Ms. McMario. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Yeah. No. Who's your companion? Uh, well, before we'd even gotten to getting her groove back, I wrote down a, a short little list of loves and hates, and I wrote down under hates my mother, so I think it's got to be problematic parent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> your mom's name is, um... Mm. I think it's got to be Teresa McMario. Oh, Teresa so is... McMario is your maiden name? Wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. She uh, married the dad of no, Luigi McMario. No, hold on. No, wait. <laughs> yes, and that's what makes her problematic, is she's, she is married to my ex's, she's married to my ex-father-in-law. Okay. She's Teresa. Teresa McMasters? McMario. McMario. McDonald's. McDonald's. Her name is Ronald McDonald. <laughs> So Teresa, yeah, Teresa, uh, Teresa, Teresa with an H, and where's the H? T H. <laughs> I think it's T H E R E E S A. Teresa, Teresa, McMario. Teresa, Teresa. It's got three H's. It's T H E R E H E S A H. Teresa McMario. 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 Married to Giovanni's father, Giovanni McMario Sr. Oh, yeah, that's okay. a messy ass yeah. shit. It's a Danica. So we got a Tadanica and a Danny Crystal and a Daisy Do. <laughs> okay. Coincidence? Mm. I think not. Okay. I'm All right. Not, I'm going to forget how I just spelled her name, so I'm just going to spell it the normal way. Teresa. I mean, we can all think the three H's, but I'm writing it down the normal way. What's next? Any hoozle. Next up, players, pick your city. Wow. As a group, pick a city where you all live. It can be a real metropolis or one of your own invention. Choose two perks for your city. Your perks that you have available to you. Again, these are written down, but we can make up different ones if they don't work for you. Vibrant nightlife. Beautiful beaches. A nearby resort town. Entertainment industry hub. Fashion mecca. Or a political capital. So do you all have... Because let's face it. The Real Housewives franchise is based around cities that people live in. Metropolis. Metropolis art imitates systems. real life. Art does imitate real life. And so, this art here, well, it's imitating reality television life. Is there no Real Housewives San Diego? I don't know. I know they've made a bunch new ones. Let me do a quick goggle. I would, I, so this is just my advice. Take it or leave it. Uh, I would maybe pick the two perks that you want and then work kind of back up into a city. Okay. Again, you can invent a city. It can be like... Sunnydale. Yeah. Or Chillhaven. That'd be really funny. But like, what would we do in Chillhaven? It's like a, we talked about this earlier. It's like an abolitionist state. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. There's no rich people in Chillhaven. Well, no, that's explicitly well, untrue. But... We're taking it down. We're taking it down. But uh, what what are we going to get in the most trouble in? 
I mean, I think vibrant nightlife is going to be a necessity yeah, for yeah, me yeah, at vibrant. least. I can't. Let me get over here. Other than that, I don't have strong opinions. Vibrant. So we have vibrant nightlife. Um, Gotta have it. Maybe I'm thinking like a nearby resort town, maybe or. Yeah, so we could. Ex- so we would live in a nearby resort town. Yeah, like we go to the vibrant nightlife, obviously, but like we all have like super expensive means like, we can go on a vacation anytime and have our own absolutely and have our own go to sleep you're crazy like a palm springs i was thinking like the hamptons yeah mm-hmm. old palm, springs. palm yeah. springs yeah or uh oha they go to in beverly hills um i mean san diego makes sense kind of you can also just make up a city name yeah it can just be a made-up city um because if it's San Diego, then we're going to say a bunch of shit about San Diego. And it's not going to be true. definitely not true. <laughs> All right, let's make up a town. Kombucha something. Kombucha something. Listen, I'm just saying what comes to mind. You try it. San Kombucha. Thank you. San Kombucha is pretty good, Okay, actually. so when I just... Okay. It doesn't I, wasn't my, I never said tongue, it was though. bad. It I was be, working through it. Let's do San and then something with an S, but... First, top of the head. First thing. Say it. It needs to sound say smooth, Say it. First thing, though. top of the head. San Sardino. Well, San, San and Sardino does sound good. San Sardino. San Sardino. Yeah. Is that a, can you, can we fat check that? No. I'd like to go on record as saying I preferred San Kombucha. Do you want to vote on it? No. Pick one. San Kombucha. Well, this feels like we're voting on it now. <laughs> I mean, I said it. I don't know. We can do San Kombucha. San Kombucha. San Kombucha. San Bucha. Ooh, I might like Sambucha better. Sambucha, yeah, that's good. Sambucha? Sambucha, like... the booch! The booch! <laughs> I, where's your booch, bro? My hey! Father, the don't forget your booch! We'll hear about this. I'm sorry, say that one more time? My father, the inventor of kombucha, will hear about this. And your his father? name was. Ron Bucha. Well, I think it would have to be Ron DeVino. <laughs> no, I'm married. that's not true. No, she's oh, married. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. Her maiden name is Bucha. So wait, your dad <laughs> founded the town? This is a new town. I come from humble beginnings. Yeah, wait. <laughs> I can't. That's the joke. Ha ha. You came from humble beginnings. There yeah, my dad walked into the middle of an empty field and planted a sign there Made and said, this, this is San Bucha now. Made water. Everyone and- <laughs> laughed at us and look sour who's laughing water. now. Yeah. My, dad, my dad made some water and he left it outside and it got real nasty and mm. everyone loved and it. And he forced me to drink it and then I shared it with all my friends. Because I got real big and strong. But your gut bacteria, popping off. Yeah. Popping off. And now I'm a spokesperson. Okay, so we live in San Bucha, mm-hmm. vibrant nightlife, oh, yeah. nearby resort town. Nearby Is that what we're... Town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, real housewives of San Bucha. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to see how this works in practice. But the way roles are going to work in this game, and we touched on this a little bit earlier, is cutting to confessionals. So whenever you want, you may cut to a confessional and tell the audience what you are trying to do. Roll a 1d6... To find out how it goes. Goals. To find out how it goes. Uh, If you're prepared, you get... uh, So this is all from Lasers and Feelings. But if you're prepared, you get an additional die. And if you're an expert in what you're trying to do, you get an additional die. So the max you could roll is three dice. Uh, And I, as the producer, I'm going to decide whether you're prepared and an expert in any given attempt that you're making. Does that all make sense? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Um, you're gonna have to repeat this while we're playing. Sure, 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 sure. So, uh, again, if you're rolling for elegance, you want to get under your number. If you're rolling for excess, you want over your number. That's insane. If none of your dice succeed, it goes wrong. The producer says how things go get worse somehow. <laughs> if one die succeeds, you barely manage it. The producer inflicts a complication, harm, or cost. If two dice succeed, you do it well. Good job. Cool job. If three dice succeed, you get a critical success. The producer tells you an extra effect that you get. Now, this one's important. If you roll your number exactly, you have control of the narrative. Cool. Whatever you say next is exactly what happens. That's amazing. So, if you roll exactly your number, you control reality for the rest of your confessional. What did you say? She said... She said what she said. <laughs> she said it off mic, so it's going to be lost unless she chooses to repeat it. It's a secret, and we all know, except for you. It was a joke. I, but... I said I'm going to bring dinosaurs back. <laughs> Literally. And here's the thing. I want us to be very, because we're not building canon here. We're not making a show with emotional beats. This is a nonsense fest of us doing improv scenes, playing horrible, ridiculous, over-the-top people. I want us to all... Make ourselves as open as possible to doing banana pants fucking shit. Like, absolutely, like, ludicrous shit. I only know how to play one character. Okay, well... <laughs> you make that character do some ludicrous shit pretty often, so it should come naturally to you. Yeah, I like, if you're all controlling narrative, you can be like, uh... uh John Samos came in and kissed Guinevere. Is that all clear? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. now... On to arguably the most important bit. Catchphrases. As we all know, every mm -hmm. single season of Real Housewives, every episode opens with a shot of the housewife in a sparkly dress with her hand on her hip, and then they say something goofy. Are yeah. we holding a bottle of kombucha? You can be. Alcoholic kombucha. Well, like they all hold something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a oh, yeah. They all kombucha. hold the same yeah. thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because yeah. normally they hold an apple. Mm -hmm. Can it be a martini glass there filled we go. with kombucha? Oh, kombucha that's good. and gin. Yeah. Yeah. The, the exactly. A kombucha Ooh. martini is like go. a thing in the city. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Kombuchini. Buchini. A mart bucha. <laughs> real yeah. quick, round robin. Everyone, what's your favorite real housewife <laughs> catchphrase? Oh, um. Life is a sexy little dance. <laughs> and? And I like to take the lead. Yeah, that was yep. word like for word. word for, you no, next, you got it word for word. Really, was yeah. it? The Sonia Morgan one, uh, there's nothing great about these gardens, is perfection. Uh, I'm also going to go with Sonia Morgan. Uh, some people call me over the top, but lately I prefer to be a bottom. That was not <laughs> uh -huh. one. No, it wasn't. Uh -huh. no, Sonia Morgan wasn't. season 11. Yep. <laughs> I don't think that Hulu goes even up to season 11. Well, I've seen it, so I watched it somewhere because I remember when it happened. Okay, so I'm going to say that I have not seen this season, but I just like looked some up because I could not think of a single one offhand, and I like this one. I age like fine wine, and now I am ready to chill. Oh, my God. Oh, so good. Who is that? Who is uh, it's from Atlanta, so we got to get to season 11. Okay. It's Cynthia Bailey. So. Oh, God. Shout out to Cynthia Bailey. Shout out. Okay, so I just want to play a game real quick. Before we get to your real no. hush it up. 
Before we get to your real taglines for your characters, I want to play a little bit of a game with taglines because I think I cracked the code. Yeah. Okay. To, did. to crafting the perfect taglines over and over and over okay, again. Okay, because I'm going to be honest. My best friend, Ariel, sent me a bunch because she's so fucking funny. We'll I, save hers for when we play this with her. I know, but I already told her that I stole one of her 10 that she made. It's inspired by kittens. Kittens. So... I think that based on the dozens and dozens and dozens of housewife taglines that I've read mm-hmm. and seen, the formula that I've come up with to coming up with a, a perfect one every time is take a common uh, proverb or idiom uh, and then twist it at the end in a way that's not really that clever, but is either glorifies wealth or is sexually explicit okay so like give me example. so I've, I've sent you all a list of uh common proverbs here um and i want to kind of go round robin and we'll just we'll just each do do one until we don't want to anymore oh i got it okay do you want to do the first one here no i'm gonna do the fourth one okay go for it a cat has nine lives but y'all haven't met this pussy see yes that's yeah. great that's Bingo. that's the game yeah. that's the game so let's just go round robin and uh and keep doing some of these best. You want to go next? You can go from five since made it four, or you can Wait. go from one. Oh, shit. Yeah, I have to just go down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just do the next you one. You can pick whichever one you want. Or do you want us to be forced to do one? I don't care. I mean, I don't want us, like, scrolling through the list. I want it to be fast So we read so. one on the list, and then we just make up the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Or, or you can even, like, halfway through change it. Okay. A chain is only as strong as its weakest link. And it's this bitch to my right. (laughs) Holy shit. That's really good. Okay, I'm going to pick a random one. Okay. An ounce of protection is worth a pound of cure. You're already overthinking it. (laughs) An ounce of protection is worth a pound of cure, but this filler is so much more expensive. Actions speak louder than words. And all of my actions... You couldn't afford them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's it. No, you can't redo it. You told us earlier we couldn't do retakes. Did I? Yep. Yes. Explicitly. Be slow in choosing and in bed. Okay. Because you don't want to be fast in bed. You can't explain it. That's not part of the formula. <laughs> um, okay. Appearances can be deceptive. That's why I have so much Botox. The end. They say better late than never, but I say better never than early. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I say, too. A rolling stone gathers no moss, but I didn't hear any complaints from Mick Jagger. Ooh. All right, I'm ready. Go. A fool and his money are soon parted. I can't relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) Clothes don't make the man. What makes him is what's underneath. (laughs) As you sow, so shall you reap. Sowing, I've got help for that. Mm. Don't count this chicken out. She hasn't even hatched yet. (laughs) All (laughs) All that glitters is not gold. A poor person said that. Barking dogs seldom bite, but this bitch does. Ooh. 
Okay, I got one, but this is clearly not for me. It is in reference to a specific housewife. Okay. Always put your best foot forward. Unless you can throw it on the table. Oh! oh! Damn. Be slow in choosing, but slower in changing. And if you've got enough coin, you can slow your aging. Oh! Ooh. What a saucy little rhyme. <laughs> Every cloud has a silver lining, but I've got a sterling silver toilet. <laughs> wow. Sterling silver toilet. I didn't think that's where that was going. So silver? fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, Sonia, I think, has one about a silver spoon or something. Oh, probably. That's good. Beauty's only skin deep, and my skin's been fully replaced four times. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say beauty's only skin deep, said all ugly people. (laughs) They say fortune favors the brave. I must be the bravest woman alive. (laughs) (laughs) Beggars can't be choosers. Call me a chooser. Ooh! Oh, I was gonna say beggars can't be choosers, but I don't beg. Right. Sorry, I, I keep stepping beg. on yours. That's fine. No, do one. Do the next no. one. No, no. I've run out of creativity. I'm done here. Maybe like clothes do not make the man, but they sure do make the man look better. Ooh! <laughs> if it ain't broke, marry it, but get a prenup first. <laughs> <laughs> better to be poor and healthy rather than rich and sick. And I'm sick as fuck. Ooh! <laughs> Don't bite off more than you can chew, unless it's Wagyu beef and you can afford it. Ooh. Thank you. Better late than never, and I'm just getting started. Uh, that one just sounds real. It's not yeah, funny. It <laughs> it's better to be late than, ho- or I'm sorry, it's better to be safe than horny. <laughs> Is it though? Maybe? Yes. Uh, someone did a blood is thick as thicker Some, than water mm-hmm. but i can't remember how it ended it's better to wear out than to rust out and i'm like that famous boat where they switched uh, they replaced all of the parts of it and is it the same boat now thank- i don't know <laughs> but i'm just me thank god that you're not playing a housewife <laughs> can we go down keep scrolling okay it takes two to tango but three is more fun <laughs> they say empty bags cannot stand upright but wow look at all of my friends <laughs> Money talks, and I never shut up. (laughs) (laughs) They say don't judge a book by its cover, but with a cover this good, who wants to read? (laughs) They say don't kill the goose that lays the golden eggs, but give it a few years, and my husband will be dead. (laughs) Yours are way too long. I need you to... Like, they're... They're funny, but... They say don't put all your eggs in one basket, but my goose lays golden eggs, and I'm collecting them all. No, so you need to just stop at golden <laughs> eggs. So that's where you get too long. I've seen enough intros. Like No pain, no gain. Unless you marry into it. If you can't beat them, marry them. Then kill them for their money. <laughs> yes, that's good. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Unless the baby's a gold brick, and the bathwater, it's champagne. <laughs> I'm very rich. <laughs> We were talking about earlier how we should just like make phrases that are just blatantly true. Just mm-hmm. like, yeah, like the one you just said. <laughs> like, and then like, I love capitalism. Like, just They really... say I'm rude. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just that. <laughs> easy come, easy go. But I've never come and I'm not going anywhere. 
I was gonna go <laughs> with uh, I was one? gonna go with just easy come, easy ho. Oh, uh, that one was really good. It reminds me of Ramona Singer. Like I could see Ramona Singer saying that. May this one is for you and also Bimini Bon Boulash. It's no use crying over spilt milk. I'm fucking vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> one man's junk is another woman's pleasure. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Empty bags can't stand upright, but my bags are never empty. And also, a, lo- a lot of the time, I can't stand upright also. <laughs> <laughs> the penis mightier than the sword. No! <laughs> penis colada. That is... <laughs> are we done? Yeah. I feel okay. good about that. Yeah, yeah that's that was funny. really fun. Okay. You need to help us. James is going to edit in the music right here. And this is our opening. We're cutting to it. Oh, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. We have a... We can't do that yet. We've got we've got a roll from the tables to figure out our story. So we're not doing our tagline right now? No, we'll do that. We'll do that right before we, like, start doing scenes. What if we do it at the end? Because what if we, like, say something really funny that we like and want to have it as our catchphrase? I don't want to edit that aggressively. That's not how catch, the catchphrases ever yeah, work. Yeah, it is. I feel like whenever... You're the, saying like the character's going to be more established? Yeah, because okay. like in Housewives, sometimes like their phrase is something that happens in the season. That's Usually true, because that, to... that, that bottom thing from Sonia comes from she goes down that speed dating thing and the man is like, I have a bondage dungeon in my house. And she's like, sweet. <laughs> So, yes, I'm glad that that was the example that you used. And but that would be season two, because this is, you're not going to have it referencing something that happens in the season that we haven't seen yet. It's going to reference something that happens in the past season. That's true. This is episode one, baby. Yeah. Okay, so I can't have killed anyone yet. Okay, so. Well, you could have. You could have killed someone before the show started. Well, that's the person I'm married to. I can't do that. We just jump in, though. So yeah. you could have killed somebody. In your past. Yeah, I just mean relate to my quote. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So, Producer. Run the game. You're a messy bitch who lives for drama. Play to start shit and see where things go. Let the players determine when the when the want. When the want. Can I edit this? Let the players determine when they want to cut to confessionals to roll dice. They are the ones driving the story here. Your job is to come up with creative ways for things to go wrong for them and to embody the colorful personalities who occupy their world. Use the player's chosen companions as agents of chaos whenever you see fit. Don't pre-plan outcomes. Let the chips fall where they may. The situation always changes after a roll, for good or ill. Um, so I'm going to let y'all, more so than any other game system we've played before, y'all are very, very much assigned the story. You're going to tell me where you are, what you're doing, who I am. Um, like, y'all are setting all the scenes. All I'm doing is playing the 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 NPCs, right? And then determining how things go wrong or right for you based on your roles. What we need to determine is, so uh, the the plot of this game, as it were, is much like uh, in the real, real Housewives, um, there's a big event coming up and everyone's being a real shit about it. So I'm going to roll some dice and pick uh, from these tables based on my dice rolls. It's going to tell us what the big event is. So, uh, someone, I think it probably should be a, a secondary housewife, probably played by me, not one of y'all, unless you want to, but um, is playing a big something taking place at a somewhere. So, a housewife is planning a big birthday party. 
Bada bing, bada boom. Taking. You already getting into your McMario character. Hey, <laughs> hey. Taking place at a private resort. So, a big birthday party taking place at a private resort. Mm. Except one of you, and and we can pick this based on the role. One of you insists on performing. I think that's... Oh, that's going to be Prissy. It's got to be Prissy oh, Davino. Oh, wow. The chips did fall where they should have. Damn. <laughs> I'm eating those chips. Your opening line <laughs> That is why we wait. <laughs> and they taste good. Yeah. Oh, the chips did fall where I, they should have. I am writing this down, the chips. Okay, uh, so that's Prissy Davino. And one of you... Wasn't invited. That's gotta be to Danica, baby. Rude. Just because she has an exotic name doesn't mean he has to. No, that's no, my mom. No, that's the mom. That's my mom, Teresa. No. My name is spelled exactly how it sounds. Again, after my slogan, you will know how to spell my name. So, uh, whatever you're done, on. I'm gonna leave it up to you. Wait. You- I need to write. I need to. Okay, so we're going to a party. And Birthday party at a private resort. And then perform. Um, and then one of us isn't invited. Presumably in the nearby resort town. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Of. Of. To Sanbucha, the resort town, which is called Cabbage Hills. Cabbage Hills. <laughs> wow, that's a place I love to vacation at. I do love cabbage more than the average person, I think. I love cabbage more than average. Oh, I love the cabbage more than that's your, average. That's your new opening line. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, whenever you're done, on. up to you. Do you want to, since they both have a complication. Yes. <laughs> do you want to be the one planning the party? or Or I can roll again and give you your own complication. Um, what, what do y'all think makes sense? No, should... I think I'm planning the birthday party. I think that it should be Prissy's birthday party. and So you're planning... Prissy's birthday party Prissy's that birthday she's party. performing at. And she's in... Well, the complication is she's insisting on performing. Right, so the implication there is that you don't want her to. Right. Maybe Prissy's terrible? Yeah. Maybe it's a surprise party and she doesn't know it's for her birthday but she knows you're planning a party and wants to perform it <laughs> oh that's fun it's a surprise party why am i not invited um can i tell you what i think yeah I mean, I think... again you don't have to pick we can find it in the scene that's true but i no no feels right make it up as we go i don't know enough about Tadanica yet yeah. gotta find her so no one does really Okay, so um, Guinevere, you're yeah. planning a big surprise birthday party mm-hmm. at the private resort in Cabbage Hills. Hills, um, for Prissy. Mm-hmm. Prissy knows you're planning a party, does not know it's her surprise birthday party, and is demanding to perform at your party. McMario, for reasons we do not yet know, <laughs> is not invited. 
Do so we, we feel don't... like we've got the, the gist? Yeah, so we don't know who uninvited or didn't invite. Well, you, you're again. playing the part. Oh, that's but true. But that doesn't it mean that it, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm just the uh-huh. messenger. So uh-huh. I know that it's the party. Or I don't you, know that it's a surprise. Yeah, no, it would have oh, to so be you because it's, be it's a surprise Because I don't know it's a surprise, but I still want to perform in it. You know that, that she's planning a party. You don't know that it's for you, and you're insisting on performing at it. That makes sense. Yeah. So... So we've got conflicting drives here. So I think we need to remember your character agenda at all times. That's what your like goal is. Right? Mm-hmm. So you're planning this party, but also launching my own brand. You're launching your dog shampoo brand. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> promoting your album and getting your groove back. <laughs> okay. So now we're about to get into the meat of it. I am going to leave it to y'all, I think. Whoever wants to call for a scene first, if you have something in mind. Slogans first. Oh, slogans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slogans. Okay. So uh, we're going to cut to the opening credits of Elegance and Excess. James's theme song comes in. on the screen Guinevere Don Perignon Cats have nine lives but they haven't met this pussy Prissy Davino. Life is a song and I'm getting paid to sing it badly (laughs) (laughs) Really good The (laughs) self-awareness Yeah Damn (laughs) (laughs) The character choice of yeah, I know I can't really sing, but I'm rich. <laughs> and they pay me a lot of money to do this. <laughs> Tadanica McMario. You can't spell Tadanica without ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> you really know how to put yourself in a character, James. Yeah, I was going to say the most James Ta-da! say it because that's the only thing that can make it better yeah, i don't know if the ah. mic picked up james's spirit fingers <laughs> just that line reading of to die is like that if you were a housewife <laughs> no other word just Ta-da! you sounded like john mulaney as a housewife uh is that my aim maybe <laughs> be gay roll dice an LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.